Welcome to the Senior Living 411 series. The information shared in this show is for general informational purposes only and should not be used to make any personal changes to your lifestyle or health without consulting the appropriate financial, medical, or healthcare professionals. Welcome everyone to the Senior Living 411 series. As you all know, November is Fall Prevention Month. Regular exercise helps to strengthen muscles and maintain or improve fitness, balance, stamina, and suppleness at any age, as well as reducing joint pain. As such, regular exercise will help reduce your risk of having a fall. As with all exercise, make sure you warm up and cool down and that you have carried out a number of simple safety checks before you start. Over the past three days, I've shared with you four videos. The first was on fall prevention exercises and it was an introduction. This gave you a general overview on exercises and the benefits of having a regular fitness regimen. On that day, we also showed you how to do an exercise level test. And this gave you some tips on how to determine which level of exercise you should begin at, level one, two, or three. The next day, we showed you strength and balance level one. So this showed some exercises that a person who has determined that they are at level one could possibly do. Yesterday, we did strength and balance level two. And this showed some exercises that a person who's determined that they are level two could possibly do. Today's presentation will be the 411 on fall prevention exercises, strength and balance level three. These videos will help you determine which level of exercises are best suited to you, or if you should seek guidance from your physiotherapist. Before I jump into it, for those of you who haven't joined me before, my name is Desiree King and I'm a senior home safety advisor here in Ontario. I wanted to first share my story with you. The first question that I'm often asked when I deliver seminars to groups such as this or at a senior center is what do you know about aging? you're so young, or why do you care? And my response is simply that it's my passion. Now, without dating myself, when I was 14, I volunteered as a candy striper. And if you remember what a candy striper was, we actually wore red and white striped apron. And in my case, I delivered books on the geriatric floor of the hospital. I then went on to work as a dietary aide in the geriatric ward of, a ho of many hospitals throughout my high school years. And since then, I have worked in or owned several senior related businesses. Most recently, I worked as a realtor for the past six years who specialized in working with the 55 plus demographic. I've taken a slew of courses in topics like aging in place, downsizing, retirement living options, and dementia care. I've also worked as a client care coordinator for one of the leading home health care companies in North America. And I must admit that during my time spelt as a realtor, I've always felt a pull towards the educating and serving side of the business, more so than the transactional real estate side. At the end of 20, at the beginning of 2020, sorry, I knew that something in my life was about to change. I knew that my calling was greater than my career. Little did I know that we would hit, be hit with a pandemic called coronavirus. 
And over the past seven months, the coronavirus has killed roughly 9,822 Canadians. 81% of these deaths are linked to long-term care homes. Now, health officials have cited the need for rigorous visitor and resident care protocols and precautions in these facilities, but the solution is also in our hand. We, as a people, as a future elderly population of this country, have to make some decisions as well. And I firmly believe that we as Canadians need to change our thinking and method of caring for the elderly. One possible solution is that we honor the wishes of our elderly members of society and allow them to stay at home by doing what places like Scotland has done and pour money into home modifications and home health care as opposed to hospital funding. Over the past two months, as I sat at home listening to the news and watching the number of deaths occur with our seniors, I realized that I wanted to do more than I was already doing. I realized that being a realtor did not align with my desire to have a greater impact on the lives of seniors. The ancient Greek physician Hippocrates once said, desperate times call for desperate measures. And my drastic measure took the form of me officially resigning from real estate and turning my attention to my one thing, which is senior home safety. Now, while many seniors want to stay at home safely, the fact of the matter is their homes are not equipped to do so. And the statistics I'm about to show you prove just that. In preparation for what I will see will be a shift in the mindset of seniors, their adult children and society on the whole, my main objective is to assist families in figuring out what is wrong in the homes of themselves or their loved ones and what needs to be addressed in order to allow our seniors to be safe in their own homes. So you may be wondering, why is fall prevention important? Why is there a whole month dedicated towards this topic? And there's really four solid reasons. The first is that falls are so common. Falls are the leading cause of fatal and non-fatal injuries for older adults. As a matter of fact, one in four older adults fall each year. Every 11 seconds, an older adult is treated in the emergency room for a fall. And every 19 minutes, an older adult dies from a fall. The second reason is falls can cause serious injuries. Falls result in injuries such as hip fractures, broken bones, and head injuries. In fact, more than 2.8 million older adults are treated in emergency departments annually because of a fall. And this results in over 800,000 hospitalizations. The third reason is falls are costly. The average hospital cost for a fall injury is over $30,000. Falls with or without injury carry a heavy burden on the quality of life. As a matter of fact, after a fall, Many older adults develop a fear of falling, and as a result, they limit their activities and social engagements. Fear of falling can result in further physical decline, depression, social isolation, and feelings of helplessness. And the last reason, well, falls impact caregivers too. Research has shown that after a care recipient's first fall, caregivers report a significant increase in caregiver burden, fear of falling, and depression. Research has also shown that the toll on the family caregiver's health appears to increase over time. If you can prevent a fall, whether it is for you as the caregiver or the person you're caring for, you can save time, stress, and money. I will now play the video on strength and balance level three.
You've decided your balance is good enough to start on level three exercises. So here we go. Find somewhere in your house that's safe and secure for you to hold on to. Your kitchen counter or your kitchen chair are good. Start with a good posture, feet hip width apart. Keep your shoulders down and relaxed. Make sure you grow tall and we're just about ready to start. We're going to challenge your balance throughout these exercises. So there's a certain number of things you want to think about in terms of holding on. In the handholds, you could either start by holding on quite firmly, or you could just put a finger touch, or if you're feeling particularly confident, you could hold your hand just above the chair, but have it there nearby just in case. Easy marching. We want to warm you up first before we start doing some strength and balance exercises. Easy marching is a very easy way to keep your circulation flowing. So start off with your feet hip width apart and as you walk make sure you put your ball of your foot down first through to the heel. Try and keep it nice and relaxed and your shoulders down and if you feel confident take your hand off the chair. As you warm up you may feel that you want to raise your knees a little bit higher, a little bit more of a purposeful march. Ankle movements. It's important to maintain flexibility at the ankles so you can cope with uneven pavements. Sit at the back of a chair with your back supported and make sure you're sitting tall. Lift your leg up and slowly pull your toes back towards your knee. In another movement, move forward, away as far as you can and then in a slow and controlled manner, just go forward and backward with the toes to increase the range of motion. You want to repeat this up to 10 times on each leg. Toe raises. These exercises are really important because we need to lift our feet over obstacles. The muscles on the front of our feet are often quite weak. Make sure you're holding on, good posture and stand tall. And try and bring your toes up towards your nose. You may not have this good a flexibility, but try and raise them as far as you can, slowly and with control. Each time you do this, keep your stomach muscles tight and your bottom in. You will wobble, this is normal. And now moving on to toe walking, another important balance exercise. Make sure you've got something to hold on to. Start by growing tall, pull your tummy muscles in and move slowly up onto your toes. Make sure you're steady first and then take small steps, controlled, on your toes. Try and keep the weight on your big toe and the second toe and stay looking forward. Bring your heels down, face towards your support, turn round and continue. Aim to do 10 steps in both directions. Heel walking. This balance exercise is quite a bit more difficult. Make sure you've got a good solid support to hold on to. Pull your toes up towards your nose, keeping your tummy tight and your bottom in. Take very small little steps forward, keeping the bottom in and looking forward. It's quite difficult this one and you may not be able to raise your toes quite as high off the floor as you can see in this image. But try as hard as you can to raise the toes up and keep them up during the walking. Always turn towards your support before you turn round and go the other direction. 
Aim to do 10 steps in each direction if you can, reducing your handhold over time. And lastly, sit to stand. This is a core exercise. It will help improve your strength and balance. You can do this anywhere in your home, but make sure you've got a solid chair. Sit forward from the back of the chair to work the back muscles. Make sure you've got good posture and make sure you've brought your toes back a little bit under your knees. Let's make a start. Do the movement nice and slowly and controlled. As you stand up, just move your feet a little bit to get the blood flowing again and slowly sit back again with control. As you repeat these, you'll find your leg muscles start to get quite warm and perhaps a little bit tense. That's quite normal and shows it's having a training effect. Repeat up to 10 times. You can actually make it a bit harder and therefore increase your strength more by doing it more slowly. So we've given you a go at two or three times at each of the exercises. Perhaps if you're not quite yet willing to go and join a class, you might start doing these a little bit more. So for example, in a couple of days, you might repeat the video clip, but do each exercise five times. Maybe in a couple of weeks, try each exercise 10 times. You'll notice the difference. You'll see your balance and strength improving, and hopefully that'll give you the impetus to come and join a group. So as you can see, the key thing is, is to do something. If you're not comfortable joining a group, then you can do these exercises from the comfort of your own home. Even if you've been a couch potato for your whole life, now is the best time to get started. Don't worry about what you did before. Start doing it now and you're guaranteed to be building up those muscles. And always push yourself once you feel comfortable and stable enough in doing those exercises, bring yourself to the next level. And of course, if you do have health conditions, consult with your health specialist before beginning any exercise or fitness regimen. I cannot begin to stress how much helping yourself, a spouse or an aging parent to avoid falls goes a long, long way towards preserving health and independence. If you would like the links to any of these videos or any additional reports or resources, please email me at Desiree at SeniorLiving411.com. Learning can be fun. So tomorrow we're gonna to have some fun. I'm gonna share with you two fun online games on the Falls Assistant website that will help you identify and learn more about fall hazards in and around the home. If you'd like to participate in any of these games tomorrow and actually be a contestant, we are giving out prizes. Send me an email at Desiree at SeniorLiving411.com or if you're on Facebook, send me a private message saying you'd like to join in and I'll send you the link on how you can come in on the, on the participant side and join in with us. So join me tomorrow, Friday, November 20th for the fall prevention spot the hazard game and the fall prevention pairs game. It's gonna be a lot of fun, lots of great prizes. Looking forward to seeing you then. Thank you for joining us. And remember that all discussions can be found on YouTube on the Senior Living 411 Incorporated channel or on the Senior Living 411 podcast. And also please remember to like this broadcast, share this broadcast or subscribe to this broadcast and follow the Senior Living 411 Inc. group on Facebook or join or and join the Senior Living 411 series private Facebook group.